Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, psychologist, relationship coach, attachment theory expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, author of Love Magnet and Athletic Wear Connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract to healthy relationship. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. Buckle up and let's get vulnerable. December can be a time where we feel like we're spiraling. Nothing's the way we wanted it to be. If we are single and we wanted to be in a relationship, you're really feeling it. I want to encourage you that instead of spiraling or freaking out, you can take action on healing. You can take ownership and decide enough is enough. I am changing how I'm showing up. 2024 is going to be my year. I am doing the work now. And for those of you that decide to apply to the program in December, I have a really special offer for you. It is the all I want for Christmas is secure attachment offer. You will get access to a journal. This is a daily practice a guided journal that has personally changed my life. And for the first time ever, I'm making it available. So you get this as a bonus gift. It'll be shipped to you as soon as it's available in January. You also, in December, you get an additional month in the Empowered Secure Love program at no cost. So an additional 30 days to integrate and do everything that you need to become securely attached And in December, of course, we are honoring 2023 pricing. So you're wanting to take advantage of that, right? This is going to be the best deal that you'll ever be able to get the program at moving forward. So I highly encourage you, if you've been on the fence, now is the time. Apply to the Empowered Secure Love program using the link in the show notes or the link in my Instagram bio. You are so worthy of taking the time to heal so that you can attract the kind of relationship that you want. And more importantly, so that you can feel so happy and in love with yourself and feel really good because you've released your past trauma and you know that you're creating the life you want. So don't wait on this. This offer is only available to the first 15 women who apply to the program. So if you know, okay, this is the time I want you to take advantage of this offer, go apply now. The link is in my show notes or in my Instagram bio. Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan. Today's episode is all about something red, not talking about Rudolph's nose, not talking about holly or candy canes. I'm talking about red flags, something that we all need to be aware of, especially this time of year when maybe we're a little extra motivated. We really want a partner. So then we tend to overlook things. So I want to help you not do that. You've heard me talk about you need to be an intentional investor in your relationships. You need to be a love scientist. Put that lab coat on, baby. 
we need to be able to show up to relationships and be aware. Is this relationship what I want? Do I feel how I want to feel? Is this how I want to be treated? Am I more of myself when I'm with this person? Am I less of myself? Right? We have to be able to show up intentionally in dating if we want to get the results that we want. So let's dive into it. I'm going to give you at least seven red flags that you need to be aware of, especially this time of year. And I know there's more. We could do hundreds of red flags, but these are some of the ones that I thought were really helpful um, and some of the more common red flags. So are you ready? All right, let's get into it. Red flag number one, they don't like Hallmark movies. Just kidding. Got you. (laughs) Although, hey, that might be a red flag for me. Okay. I love a cheesy love story. My boyfriend at least tolerates Hallmark movies. He's not into it, but we will watch them together. And obviously we know that it's, it's purely guilty pleasure fiction, but it's so much fun. Okay. And all serious seriousness here, getting started red flag number one. This is the paper clip. You've heard me talk about it. That person that they kind of go away and then they just pop back up. Um, number one is they don't respond for days at a time. And then when they do respond, they act like nothing is wrong. Nothing happened. They're just popping back up. And I, I really want to give this one a little bit of context. This is with somebody where, okay, you are starting to get to know each other. You've been on a few dates. Like there's a reason that they would be responding and that the relationship's moving along. I do think when you're in the early stages and you haven't even met yet, there's a little bit different expectations, right? Like I haven't met this person yet. I'm not aware if I'm wanting to invest my energy. So even for you, like before you meet someone, before you know, yes, I want to invest my energy. I do think that it's okay to take a little bit of time to respond. However, that really changes when we are getting to know someone. Let's say it's date number two, date number three. And if this person is not responding for days at a time and there's no reason, there's no, I'm so sorry I didn't get back to you. I was really caught up at work or there's no, hey, I really appreciate your patience. I realize I dropped the ball here and I didn't respond. And then they're just kind of jumping back in the conversation as if nothing has happened. Ooh, for me, that's a red flag because it's not necessarily bad that they quit communicating. That could be all kinds of things. But what I don't like is the lack of accountability and the lack of acknowledgement. So for me, if someone pops back up and there's no context, no explanation, and I'm left feeling really kind of like whiplash here, all of a sudden I thought you died or you ghosted me. And then now you're just back in the convo as if nothing happened. Right. And I'm, I'm left feeling that way. That is a red flag that does not regulate the nervous system. That makes us feel confused. It's not how we want to feel in a relationship. Okay. Moving on for number two, 
If you are around the person, you are in their presence and you feel like you have to impress them, you're really worried about saying the wrong thing, you feel like you can't be yourself around them, to me, that is a red flag. But hear me out. This one's kind of sneaky because is it a red flag for you that, okay, maybe you have a lot of anxious attachment And even if the person was really great, you wouldn't be able to connect to yourself, to not fall into codependency, right? Like, so you have to really check, like, is it me? Is it my anxious attachment or is this pressure coming from them? Maybe they have some avoidant attachment or even some narcissistic traits. And I do have this feeling of, I need to impress them. They won't like me. I have to be something I'm not. I have to be a chameleon. If I am showing up securely attached and then I'm still feeling that way, that's a red flag of this person is just not the right fit for me or they're not good at accepting people for how they are, right? And this this number two comes back to you can't ever do the wrong things with the right person that when we're securely attached and we're dating and we, we meet someone, if they're the right person for us, we are going to be fully ourselves. We're going to show up is going to feel so natural. We're going to say, wow, I feel even more like myself when I'm with you. Right. That was one thing. This is a little random tangent. I don't know how many of you watched The Golden Bachelor. I need to do a whole episode on it. But when Leslie, who was almost Gary's person, she was one of the two final contestants. Leslie's had her heart broken over and over. She's talked about not being chosen. She has all this trauma from her past relationships to divorces, et cetera. And then when she opens up and she she says, I felt like myself when I was with you. I felt like I was fully myself when I was with you and I felt fully chosen. When she opens up and shares that, it's like, okay, she felt really securely attached with Gary. And that was one of the first times she'd ever felt that way. And I think for all of America watching, that was partly why it was so heartbreaking that she didn't get chosen because this was one of the first times she'd ever felt securely attached and chosen and felt like she could be herself with a partner. So then for her to not get chosen was just gut-wrenching. Anyways, so Leslie was on to something. She's saying, I feel like myself. If we don't feel like ourselves when we're with the person, not a good sign. That's it's either you're not able to create secure attachment or that person is just not right for you compatibility wise. Okay. Number three, red flag. If you feel scared to define the relationship, I consider that a red flag because in securely attached partnership, we are open to talking about what is going on in the relationship. What is it that we both want? We are open to sharing our feelings, 
There's not this crazy fear of abandonment, not this fear of, oh, what if I'm too much or what if they don't want to be with me? But we are just open to sharing our feelings and sharing what we want. So if you're feeling scared, that could be that really in the relationship environment, there hasn't been secure attachment that's been created and that maybe there's this little gut voice that's saying, hey, this person really truly doesn't want what you want. So when we're feeling scared, I really think that 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 can be a red flag. Of course, there are some caveats to this, right? And really, I should say, and you guys are going to just love this. I should say all of these really depend. And, and why am I saying that? If we have anxious attachment, avoidant attachment, disorganized attachment style, any of the insecure attachment styles, red flags are really challenging. And I know that so many of you are frustrated with this because you have to be able to say, is this my attachment style or is this actually a red flag for the relationship? So when I'm talking about these red flags, I'm saying they're red flags as long as, okay, yes, we are showing up with secure attachment. We're we're taking care of our side of the street. And then if this is going on, then it's a red flag. However, there's a lot of you, and this was me in the past, where you might be mistaking red flags, right? But actually they're not. It's simply insecure attachment strategies that are happening on your end. So I'm sorry. I have to clarify that. I know you guys probably didn't want to hear it, but that's the truth. Okay. Moving on. You guys, I told you I'm in my era of just tell you like it is tough love. These are, these are things you need to hear. All right. This one, number four, if you feel like the person is making fun of you constantly or they're saying things that hurt your feelings. And then if you give them feedback, they just brush it off or they say you're too sensitive. They invalidate you. When, when you tell them how you feel and then they invalidate you, they're like, get over it. To me, that is a red flag. Absolutely a red flag because I've been down that road. I know that something that seems like, okay, it's just playful. If it's happening over and over, it's one thing for this to happen a couple times and then you give them feedback and they don't do it as much. But if this is happening over and over and you're telling them, Hey, it really hurts my feelings when this happens and they're not changing. What does that tell us? That tells us that they don't really care how their actions impact you right? How what they say impacts you. And if they don't care how they impact you, that is a really bad sign for the future. So notice how people respond when you share your emotions or you express a boundary, right? Notice how people respond. All right. That was number four. Number five, when someone is wanting to merge with you, that's kind of like a clinical term. We think about confluence, this happens in codependency. Like they're wanting to become one with you. You're like wearing matching outfits and doing everything together. 
and they want to spend every single night with you and they want to call you before bed. They want to listen to you breathe as you fall asleep. Okay. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but y'all know what I mean. Like in, I guess in common language, you might say stage five clinger. I've heard that used. I don't really like that term. It's kind of derogatory. Uh, but just the idea of someone who wants to really merge with you right away, there's a red flag there. And I can think of a few reality TV couples. Of course, I can't remember their names right now. Um, but there was also like Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, I think kind of fell into this of like becoming one very quickly. And what we realize is there is a lot of trauma bonding there and a lot of unhealthy bonding that's based in fantasy and not reality. Whenever we really want to merge with someone really quickly, it's not based in reality. So red flags, and that can be somebody doing it consciously as a way to control, aka narcissism, or unconsciously, and it's just trauma, trauma bonding. You could have two anxiously attached people that end up doing that, um, all kinds of attachment dynamics. But whatever the case, if someone wants to be codependent right away, it's a red flag. All right, moving on to number six. When you feel uneasy, and I want to talk about this. This is like, we have to learn how to trust ourselves and to trust our feelings. And for, for those of us that have relational trauma where we've experienced tough things in the past, we have a hard time trusting ourselves. And this is where I really want to encourage you to work on how do I move towards secure attachment? How do I work on grounding myself, regulating my nervous system, and really lean into that self-trust so that if something feels off and it doesn't feel right, and if something in the way that he's presenting himself feels off, that you can feel into it. And you all know, and I'm saying he, this applies for men and women, right? Um, whatever kind of partner, gender you're dating, if you know something's off, something doesn't add up, you have to get to a place where you trust yourself. You all know what I mean. You've been there where there's a little white lie here, a little white lie there. Maybe they say something about their past and the dates don't add up or something doesn't add up, right? And if you feel in your gut, something is off. You have to get to a place where you can learn to trust that and then also gather more data on it and know that whenever you're dating someone, you have the right to ask any question that you need to ask. As a relationship is developing, when we want it to be a long-term healthy relationship, we're trying to develop secure attachment so we need to ask whatever questions need to be answered in order to develop secure attachment. So if you don't trust yourself, something's off, you have to be able to ask whatever questions you need the answer to. All right. The final red flag. We've all heard this one. 
when they say all my exes are crazy. Oh my goodness. How many of you have been on a date where you're sitting there across the table? Maybe you went and you got brunch or dinner or coffee, but you're sitting there and pretty soon you realize this is not a date. This is a therapy session and you're the therapist and you're listening to this person talk about their exes in detail. They're telling you everything that their ex did. Their ex is crazy. Their ex did this. Their ex did that. And you're just sitting there nodding your head, planning, how can I get out of this as soon as possible? Can I fake an emergency? Can I run out when they go to the bathroom? Right? If someone is talking negatively about their ex, we want to really take that into consideration. I will say this. If, if someone tells me, okay, my ex is crazy. They were, they did all this terrible things. They did this, they did that. And then if they don't have any ownership, I'm out. That's a red flag. However, it's different if they say, Hey, my ex was this way and I acknowledge my role in it. And this was how I played a role based on where I was at. This was the dynamic that was going on and it was really unhealthy. And this is what I learned from it. And this is why I know I don't ever want to do X, Y, Z this way. Notice that answer shows so much more awareness, growth, compassion, all those good things, right? That answer, I like that answer. That's really helpful. Would I want that on a first date? Ideally, no. We don't want to get into past relationships on the first date. We're just trying to see if we like hanging out, if we like being in each other's presence, right? Uh, But when you do get to that stage, notice how do they talk about their past relationships? Can they take some ownership? Can they acknowledge someone's behaviors were terrible without calling that person a horrible person, right? I, I think there's just so much that we can learn about someone based on how they talk about their past and how they they talk about situations where they experience trauma, right? So take that, take that into consideration. Um, don't go, don't go invoice all those people you went on dates with, right? I know it's tempting. Want to send them the bill. Here's your therapist bill for the date we went on. Don't go do that. No matter how tempting, take it as learning. Um, and I hope, I hope you got a lot out of this red flag episode. I want to just give you some encouragement, no matter where you are in your dating life, you deserve to feel secure, desired, valued, understood, heard by your partner. You deserve all those things and you get to create the kind of dating life that you want. I think too often we think like, oh, it just has to be a certain way or it has to feel a certain way or it has to feel exhausting. All my friends think it's exhausting, so it has to be exhausting. No, put your foot down. Create the kind of dating life that you want, right? Maybe that'll be one of my 
near upcoming episodes can be about how to create the kind of dating life that you want. I know I have some past ones that go into detail, uh, but it should feel fun. If it's not fun, you're not doing it right. Okay. I'm sending you so much love, so much compassion. Obviously, if you know that you're really struggling with, okay, is it my attachment style or is it red flags? Is it me? Is it them? And you're just really ready for a different result in your dating life. You want to feel securely attached. You want to attract that relationship that lasts, that you're proud to bring this person with you to family gatherings, someone where you know I can fully relax into this relationship. I trust this person. I love myself. I'm building a long-term, meaningful relationship. If that's something you really want in your life, I would love to help you inside of the Empowered Secure Love program. We do have limited spots in December. We keep it a little smaller during the holidays. So if you know now is the time. I encourage you, don't wait. You can use the link in the show notes to apply to the program. We would, we would love to have you. This is a great time. Get a head start on 2024. Don't go into the new year wishing you would have done something different. Get started now so that you feel supported and encouraged and you can be in a good mood on New Year's Eve, knowing you've already taken action towards your goals. All right. I'm sending you so much love. And of course, as always, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships until next time. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram or Facebook. Make sure you tag me. It would mean the world to me if you took just a moment to leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this show grow, the more people will be able to help. Until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.